0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June the 10th in the year of our Lord 2021. This, my fellow Americans, is our one of two. And our goal always is to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We reject revolution, we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Man, we have so much going on in the news and so much going on otherwise. It is just amazing. But the good news, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are in fine form. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, always. This is the broadcast for June 10th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Wow. Everybody's trying to do everything all at once, aren't they? This society is just getting crazier and crazier by the second. The good news, though, ladies and gentlemen, is we're here for you on your radio six days a week, two hours a day. Spread the word. Tell the tale. LibertyRoundTable.com. That's the website. Liberty, or Liberty, or Loving Liberty, wow. net is the website for our nationally syndicated radio program. And um, what, can I, what can I say? There's so much going on in the news. I just don't even really know where to start. Let's just start with, I guess, yesterday's recap, or yesterday's recap shall we? A discussion of all things liberty with Larry Pratt took place first hour. We talked about joints for jabs, adds new incentives for shots. USA today joints for jabs believe it or not is an officially or officially a thing in Washington state. The state's liquor and cannabis board authorized a joint if you get the vaccinations. That's right, one joint for consult or for adult consumers who can prove they have actually a vaccination card. You say the vaccine passports aren't here? They say you say the government's not mandating it. No, they're not. They're just offering joints if you go ahead and get a joints for jabs. How do you like that, ladies and gentlemen? U.S. District Judge Roger T. Menendez rules California's 32-year-old assault weapons ban is unconstitutional. That's great news, folks, but will it change anything in California? Will the government back off and not violate your gun rights? I don't think so. I think they're just going to ignore the ruling. They're going to continue to get conflicting rulings. They're going to go ahead and make sure that they win on this one. But I'm telling you, the Second Amendment is sacred, right? We also talked about shocker two days ago. Republicans win two Texas mayoral races, including one in McGowan, Texas, which is 85% Spanish. So much for the narrative that, um, what, Republicans are all racist? But, you know... Just hearing that a Republican won the race, a lot of people jump up and down for joy, right? Wow, awesome. A Republican thinking, what is a Republican? As Kurt Crosby wisely always says, what the heck is a Republican? Uh, you know, uh, is it a platform-keeping Republican? Is it a constitutionally-minded, oath-keeping Republican? Or is it a swamp monster that seems to have undermined President Donald Trump and undermined the values that we hold dear? Um, many Republican leaders In my personal opinion have sold us down the river look at a mitt romney for example i mean what a piece of work that guy doesn't believe in the platform pro-life not pro-choice yes pro-gun not against guns yes i mean it goes on and on and on and on with these people they're opportunists they all want political power they all want prestige you know they all get into congress poor not doing very well, at least most of them. And then they come out wealthy as all get out. How does that all occur? You know, I mean, it's just a very strange swamp that we live in, in America. Judge rules, school board action unconstitutional. Teacher reinstated. We're talking about Loudoun County after the school board placed him on leave for saying he would refuse to recognize and sanction transgender uh, viewpoints by refusing to He says, I won't use pronouns that don't fit the biological makeup of students. I will not affirm that a biological is a boy. I'm sorry, a biological boy can be a girl or a biological girl can be a boy because it's against my religion. It's lying to a child and it's abuse to a child and it's sinning against our God. What a leader, what a teacher, right? It's amazing. Guy's name is Tanner Cross or Byron Tanner Cross, but he goes by Tanner. I I commend you, Tanner. I wish we had enough Americans standing up. This is one of the real issues in America people need to understand. When only a few stand up, we get kind of slaughtered piece by piece. We hang separately, as the phrase goes. If we were to stand together, if we really were to stand together, then you know what? This would not be happening. Americans' greater numbers would rule the day. We would... We would. uh, solve the problems but it takes enough Americans to stand together all right we talked about a teen who rear-ended a patrol car makes a new friend the sergeant even attended his graduation ceremony the next day in my opinion that's one of the coolest stories I've seen in a long time so this teenage kid crashes into the rear end of a cop car thinks oh my gosh I'm going to jail this is going to be horrible turns out the cop goes no listen this happens all the time You know, people rear-end each other. Uh, It turns out that the student or the kid was not even on his phone. He was not distracted by anything. He just didn't respond in time. He was following a little too close. Anyway, great news that, you know what, cops aren't all bad. And where is the mainstream press on this story? You would think this story would go global. You would think this story would be a good news story to the point where Americans would love it and go, wow, that's awesome. See, cops aren't all bad. We don't have to be at odds with the cops. Sure, the bad apples need to be, you know, drummed out of the system. I get it. And certainly there's some laws that protect cops too much. I get it also. I get wanting accountability for the police. I also get knowing that there's a lot of wonderful police activity uh, and interactions that happen on a daily basis you never get to hear about. All you hear is the mainstream press drumming up the negative side of the situation. The bad apples seem to make news to the point where you know, if it bleeds, it leads to the point where you, you know what, that's all we think of. We just think, oh my gosh, cops are bad. Bad cops, evil cops, horrible cops. Uh, because that lie that's drummed up by the media all the time. What about the good news, things about police that, that happen all day long? Sheriffs and police people and, uh, you know, doing a great job helping people and making a difference. Do you hear about those stories ever? No. Why? See, we like to tell you those stories because I want a fair and balanced Oh, man, wasn't somebody you say, you know what, we report, you decide? Well, how come they're not reporting this story for you to decide how fantastic that is, huh? All right, the Internet broke on Tuesday, but now it's back after outage at a uh, cloud company called Fastly. Dozens of high-traffic websites went down, including the New York Times, CNN, Amazon, Twitter, Target, Spotify, Not only that, the U.K. government's homepage couldn't be reached either. So it was a serious outage. to say, well, how could a site like that take down so many sites? You know, yesterday when it was first reported, I didn't have all the deets on it. I researched it a little bit between the broadcasts. And it turns out that what's happening is this is a, it's called a CDN for those of you who don't know, which stands for Content Delivery Network. An edge network is another term they use uh, to, to call it that. And I don't want any of you tech people to call me and tell me, oh, Sam, that's not exactly how it is. I'm trying to put it on the kitchen table, people, okay? But here's what a CDN, a Content Delivery Network does. Let's say that I have a website. Traditionally, my website would be on a single server computer, and everybody would have to go across the world to that server to get it, okay? And that would create all kinds of traffic problems wherever my server is, let's just say that it's in Salt Lake City, for instance, then everybody would have to connect wherever they are to Salt Lake City. So from Japan to Salt Lake City, uh, you know, Texas to Salt Lake City, right? Florida, Salt Lake City, Washington, D.C. to Salt Lake City. And everybody's trying to get to Salt Lake City on the Internet. Well, Salt Lake City may not have enough room, enough bandwidth on the road, so to speak, to serve all those people trying to go to Salt Lake City to get Sam's website, right? Got it. Good, makes sense, right? Well, what if I were to take my website though and I were to put it 50 points around the world? Now this is a very simple example, but what if I were to put it 50 points around the world? What if I put it on a server in New York, a server in Dallas, a server in Chicago, a server in LA, a server in Japan, uh, a server for Europe? Now when people go, the Europeans go to the Europe server and get it. They don't have to go all the way to Salt Lake, right? The people that are near Chicago, Get it in Chicago. The people that are near New York, New York, get it in New York. The people that are near Dallas, get it in Dallas. The people in L.A., get it from L.A. And now we're not going to all to Salt Lake. We're going to 10 computers, not one, but we're also going way closer to the people with those servers, right? If you're on the West Coast and you go to an L.A. server, it's way closer than trying to cross all the way to Utah or New York or, in a, you know, the East Coast. They don't have to go all the way to the East Coast. I mean, all the way from the East Coast to Salt Lake, right? So these edge servers, these cloud servers, well, what happened is this cloud distribution or content distribution network, literally uh, their systems shut down and therefore, hey, you couldn't load the sites from any of their distribution points, right? Very interesting. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. I digress, but I like to help people with some technical understanding from time to time. We had Mary Margaret Stratton, our guest. She was an author. She wants to help people get rid of addiction, kiss goodbye to addiction, 12stepdiet.com was her uh, website. Incredible stuff. 12stepdiet.com, check that out. Also, Bitcoin's value declines by over 10%. Why? The US government announced that it had recovered 4.4 million dollars of the cryptocurrencies paid to hackers. Remember, we used to think that Bitcoin was beyond the reach of government, or at least a lot of people believed that. I told you it was bogus from the very start, and I maintain it now. It's bogus. The government can get your Bitcoin, and those who tell you they can't, they're lying to you and they don't understand tech, okay? Yeah, vulnerability of Bitcoin. Newly discovered, they claim. Wow. Hacked CEO Joseph Blount. He's with the pipeline. He says his password was a really good one. Like, that helps, Right.
3: Daddy, why if somebody steals that gold?
2: We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured.
3: But the S P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment.
2: Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
4: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have it, a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrat. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rust, you with me, my friend? I'm here. How are you? Welcome to the broadcast, sir. A little bit of technical glitches had me grab you late. Thanks for your patience, and welcome, my friend, to Liberty Roundtable Live.
5: Thank you. Glad to be with you.
1: Well, there's so much to cover in the news, it's hard to even cover it all. Uh, FBI app exposed, triads, cartels, and Middle East crime syndicates. The operation dubbed Trojan Shield. It's in the U.S., I guess, duped criminals across the globe into buying cell phones that had preloaded FBI software on them. Yeah, it was an unprecedented operation in terms of its massive scale, innovative strategy, and technological investigative achievement. Wow. Acting U.S. Attorney Randy Grossman said, your government now is literally creating cell phones with government software on them, tricking people into buying those phones thinking they're legitimate, uh, and it's a problem. How that all went down, the details aren't being disclosed. But Brian, that alone is just shocking, scary stuff.
5: So is that is that they're putting that out there so they can track your information? Is that kind of what they're? Yeah, they want to, to track be?
1: your communications. Uh huh. So
5: they, it's not that they want you to be part of the FBI. You get a badge, you get a kind of a. Oh no,
1: sir. <laughs> That's what, don't oh, don't we it. wish, huh?
5: <laughs> so we we're not part. of We we can't flip that out and say, hey, I've got the phone. I'm I'm FBI. You're gonna have to stand back or. or any of that? No, nope, none of that. that none of that. No
1: power for you, my friend.
5: Oh, okay. Well, God. All there is is fair. all
1: there is is we know you've been selling too many silver eagle silver dollars, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There that's you the go. That's the problem with you. Oh,
5: darn it! Well, that's not good. And if you
1: keep that up, we're not going to be able to keep our you know digital currency and our fiat fake money rolling. So you got to stop oh, that. Man. Well, shoot! It's just crazy. I don't like it. I don't the like Mis- it. The Missouri House passed legislation that would make January twelfth Rush Limbaugh Day, buddy.
5: Yeah. You feeling you better? Yeah,
1: a little bit. I'm I think gonna have a Brian Rust day, gold and silver day.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, that that wouldn't go far. but
1: uh, Hey, man, gold uh, and silver should go far. We should have that well, every single right. day in the Republic, my friend.
5: Yeah, good point. <laughs> just told Jonah to my name, and the name might have a problem. Though, you put your name out there. We'll, you, you, we'll do it. We can do it. Sam Bushman day, man.
1: Everybody be in mourning and stuff like that. I understand. <laughs> what do you mean, like Sathcloss and Asher's rep- praying for repentance so they can get over it? Well, no. By the way, they had Utah Jazz second-round playoff tickets. It was $55 for standing-room-only tickets, Brian. Do you want to respond to this insanity?
5: Wow. Where are they, they going to stand? They're just going to – we're going to
1: – Just up in the arena, I guess there's a standing-room-only section.
5: Oh, For okay. four people like
1: me and you yeah that's right we're gonna roll to the jazz game and just stand there and eat popcorn
5: darn it i didn't get the memo i i apparently i'm not going to be one of them i didn't i didn't know i i'd be right there probably
1: so i got a question though why wouldn't you just sit down on your couch buddy and watch on your big old massive screen tv (laughs) that i know everybody has now and then just eat popcorn and just hang out and it won't cost you any money
5: yeah actually that's that i think that's my plan, and and with the popcorn, I, I find that if you have popcorn or marshmallows, they'd be either one, I guess. Uh, and you, you, the, there's a bad call, you can throw that at the TV. Now you're it, talking. It's not, not going to break the TV. So now, you know, that's maybe good. Something to that effect.
1: Yeah. You can also get Skittles with your popcorn. It makes it taste better.
5: Yeah, but the Skittles might dent, make it a little damage. Maybe I, I don't. Yeah, know. they might I'm stick
1: just... there and get your screen all sticky and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Wow. Right. Well anyway, there's well, plenty of bad calls going on all over the country for yeah. all kinds of reasons. But the good call is Honest Money Update. Honest Money Report, go. where's gold sitting, sir? Uh
5: gold sitting at eighteen eighty eight.
1: Let's see. Eight eight dot forty. Is that down just a teeny bit? It's
5: about six dollars up from last week. Wow. Yeah.
1: All right, how about silver?
5: Uh twenty seven
1: ninety five. And is that up a little bit?
5: 30 cents
1: up 30 cents yeah man i just feel rich if i've got a couple of silver you know 30 cents more in each one of them
5: well the the, the whole issue here is that that's paper and physical is still you know rounds are 34 dollars silver eagles are 43 dollars whoa
1: whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, silver eagles even went up even a whole lot more because that it yeah. used to be around yeah. 38 39 40 dollars right
5: yeah now they're yeah 43 bucks they're wow. they're pushing because the yeah there's a demand for those and the changeout's coming up as far as a divide, and, and they've made this design. Now they're changing to another design. And so it's kind of, they, they figure this year will be lower mintage of that first production and, and the lower mintage of this new design.
1: The lower mintage? So, what does that mean?
5: That means that you're, you know, if, if they made 10 or 100 million, uh, you know, of the 2020s, perhaps the 2020. You know, the twenty twenty ones going forward there's only let's say there's only uh I don't know, five hundred thousand or maybe one million as opposed to ten million or a hundred. You know, why though? 30. Why
1: why don't we just make more or at least make the same amount? Well
5: they 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 so many they make so many through the year and that minage you know, minage is a key factor in in uh in your price value. So you have a rare coin like an eighteen ninety five silver dollar that has a you know, hundred thousand minage as opposed to some that have a hundred million or whatever it is, and so it that's that's your uh, or you know the lower minage and condition is what drives the higher prices.
1: In other words, the scarcity and the quality. Correct. Well, so why aren't they in twenty twenty one going to make at least as many then? I mean, why are they manipulating that number?
5: Well, they divide. They're going to they their push is to come out with a new design. So sometimes they do that you know to
1: uh okay so this is not really out of the norm right all right well that's yeah. important to know because guys like me start to panic when they start tampering with the silver we have less silver and less gold it just means it's going to skyrocket even more belligerently out of proportion if we're not careful right
5: yeah yeah they just uh yeah you know and, and then you've also got you know all all the the, the nations or the worlds out there i not worlds but uh various countries out there competing each other on on obtaining metal, trying to, you know, put their product out, you know, China pandas or, you know, our gold eagles or Canada maple leaves or Australia kangaroos or, you know, so you have all these countries still trying to get, you know, that that dives into that
1: market. There's a coin so, called so. the kangaroo?
5: Yeah, Australia puts out the kangaroo. Hey, Do that's that. all right,
1: man. I want some of them yeah. kangaroos.
5: Yeah, the roos, they're hopping around out there. They're, they're a nice little coin, so yeah
1: do you like those
5: yeah they're they're pure gold they're they're a nice looking coin
1: how much what what kind of value
5: uh they're probably about a oh i don't know a 60 well let's see if you if your figure there your eagles are probably sitting around 2055 your kangaroos are probably going to be around the 2000 area or somewhere right there so they the bigger demand is for. us. So the buffaloes and the eagles seem to be have the higher higher premiums.
1: All right. Well, while you and I are talking about higher premiums and constitutional <laughs> currency and all that kind of stuff, governments around the world are talking about Bitcoin, buddy, like nobody's business. Headline says this, first country makes Bitcoin legal. They call it legal tender. Nobody can refuse the payment, if you will. So if you want to pay there, no one can refuse it, it says El Salvador, El Salvador president. I don't know how you say it. Nayib Bukel? Um, anyway, there you have that. What do you think of that?
5: So they're, they're, they're saying that that's going to be their currency and that uh, and uh, nobody can refuse to,
1: well, to take it? Well, kind that... of. The U.S. dollar is still their currency, my friend. Right, okay. But you can do U.S. currency or Bitcoin. But I have the choice to pay you in an either, and you can't refuse either.
5: Well, that's interesting.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, in my opinion, setting the stage for eventually taking over Bitcoin or some other currency, making it the U.S. digital currency, forcing parity between the fake dollar and this digital fake currency. And as long as you force the relationship the same, you can then have a digital currency that has uh, stability in the marketplace, not because it really does, but because you force it to. And that way you can roll out a digital currency Um, And not necessarily jettison the dollar. You can create a transitionary period. Uh, You can also um, tie it. That's how they did silver um, and gold. You know, it used to be $35 an ounce uh, mandated by government. That's how they kind of manipulated going out of constitutional currency. And it's the way they'll kind of bridge between fake, what do you want to call them, petrodollars and digital petrodollars, if you will?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's, uh, interesting. Yeah, I find that, you know, they say, well, they, they've got to take the currency now. Well, I, I've, I've, I've been to places and wanted to use a $50 bill or $100, and they, they won't take it. So what what do I do there? Do I call the government and say, hey, they won't take your currency?
1: You could do that. but they might <laughs> just call you a terrorist if you did. Yeah, that's right. I mean, who do you think you are, Brian? <laughs> All right. I don't know, but... <laughs> Quick pause. We have a whole lot more. Brian Rust, RustQuinnandGift.com on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about honest money, constitutional currency, gold and silver, in contrast with fake fiat currency, whether it be the, well, it grows on trees variety or the digital variety. doesn't seem to matter, does it? Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening
0: to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: On his first trip abroad since becoming president, Biden issued a warning during a speech to Air Force personnel stationed in the United Kingdom. Climate change is the greatest threat to America's national security in the coming years. The White House announced Thursday morning the United States will ship the first batch of 500 million doses of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines to 92 countries and the African Union starting in August. 200 million doses will be delivered by the end of the year, and the remaining 300 million will be delivered by the first half of 2022. Myanmar's deposed elected leader, Su Kyi, and other detained officials have been formally charged by the military junta. The Anti-Corruption Commission has concluded leader Su Kyi is guilty of committing corruption using her rank. The complaint says it found Su Kyi had illegally accepted $600,000 as well as gold from the former Yangon region chief minister. USA Radio News.
3: Hi, this is Jay Schrader, Super Bowl 22 champion and former Raiders quarterback. Playing professional football for 11 years beat my body up pretty bad. I've had so many surgeries on my neck, back, and shoulders, and knees, I've just learned to live with constant discomfort. I tried so many products, some worked for a little while, but nothing gave me total relief until one day, a golfing buddy introduced me to SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. I used their CBD Muscle Ease, rubbed it on my hands and neck, and wow, what did it do for me? I immediately began using their other products, and I have golf pain-free for the first time in many years. I've reached out to Sons of Liberty CBD and visited their operation from farm to factory. Folks, this team walks the walk. Their motto is, for vets, by vets. I shared the product with my friend Wayne Allen Root, and now he's a fan of SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. Wayne's fans will receive a 15% discount using code WAR15 at checkout. I've told all my NFL buddies about SonsOfLibertyCBD.com, and now I'm telling you. Go to SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. When it works for you, like it did for me, we both win.
6: The crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border is worsening, and a lawmaker says the Biden administration is okay with the open border. Dan Rockey from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports.
2: New data from Customs and Border Protection shows that border agents encountered more than 180,000 migrants in May, a slight increase from April, and still on pace for a 20-year high. Representative Pat Fallon says that the federal government has the means to stem the flow of illegal immigrants coming to the border. But the Texas Republican tells Newsmax TV that the Biden administration doesn't want to
0: use them.
7: There's no will, but we have the means to do so. President Trump did that when he had the migrant protection protocols. In other words, the way to Mexico policy. He was deporting bad actors. He was building a wall. And he was saying, if you come here, you're not going to get welfare easily. And now what we're doing what we're seeing is Biden has reversed it and they're lying to us. Mayorkas testified in front of the Homeland Security Committee in the House and said that the border is secure 2 months ago. That was a lie.
6: USA Radio News
1: I don't even know how to respond to it, ladies and gentlemen. Right at the bottom of the hour, I here, that was a government lie. And ladies and gentlemen, are, is anything they're telling us the truth these days, Brian? What's that? Is anything they're telling us the truth these days? They lie to us about everything.
5: Uh, it seems like it. It seems like that's the that's that's the big um, blockchain, isn't it? I mean, isn't that kind of what they you know here and there, <laughs> and you can't trace it? And that's I mean, that seems like that's the web.
1: Sad tale, but true. But you know what? We're learning. And I told people this from the start. I told them not to dip their toe into crypto, Ryan. People didn't listen to me at all, though. Now you got El Salvador making Bitcoin a forced payment. You got to accept it. You have to by law, right? (laughs) But now there's a headline that says cyber cash is traceable after all. And it's a big article explaining how the government was able to uh, basically get a hold of the Bitcoin that the hackers stole from the pipeline payout. And uh, now everybody's going. Wait a minute! How did the government force that to happen? And the answer is, the government has the ability to trace bitcoins and get them and st- steal them, or I don't know, what you want to say intercept them, whatever word you want to use here. Uh, what I find fascinating is I told everybody this from the start, Brian. Right from the very start of digital coin, I said, don't dip your toe in the crypto. If you believe it can't be hacked or that government can't get, you know, it, you're, you're fooling yourself. The government would not allow this currency to grow, 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 grow like it has as competing to the dollar unless they had an agenda and a back door. And I told everyone that very clearly. Everybody would be like, No, Sam, you just don't understand the tech. If you understood the tech, then you'd think different. And, and then now, what do we see? We see it's exactly as I said that it was. Now, yeah. they're not trying to be belligerent and, and run around with, I told you so, but people, come on. If you believe the government's going to let a competing currency grow that they have zero control over, you don't even have to be technical to know that, Brian. They're not going to yeah. do that.
5: That's right. They're not going to give up their their uh, control or power. And, well, And, you know, I think I think if I remember right, I think a lot of these people that, that made money quick in, in, in the Bitcoin, uh, you know, they bought these. Big homes, or they, you know, they sold their Bitcoin for X amount of dollars and had, were, well, became instant millionaires and were buying these big homes and so on. Well, I believe back then there was reports of okay, well, you, you guys made X amount and you, you might say you can hide it because of this, but no, they were diving into the fact and, and then coming back to people saying, okay, well, you owe us X amount of dollars. Your gains in that right there was huge. And we can prove the fact that your, you know, your accounts went from here to here, and so, so, so they were doing that then, and so they were diving into that and and making people pay back, you know, taxes as a result of their gains and all that. So I think they they were kind of watching it. it. It wasn't just out of, you know. Now, if
1: you're somebody like me, it. Brian, how do you deal with this though? I've been telling everybody this forever, man. You know. Yeah. And I'm not really trying to say I told you so, but I am trying to say, guys, what we're giving you is common sense. Now, if you want the technical details of why I think there's a back door, we can go into that. But just on its face, are you—is the government really going to let somebody create a digital currency that the government has zero ability to control, monitor, keep track of, or anything? You think they're going to let that happen? No. Not, on not your life. That's not even a technical discussion, right?
5: Right. That's that's common sense. That's that's the problem. Is is we're losing a lot of our common sense by allowing them to just dictate everything that's kind of, you know, what's happening. And, and, and that's just another avenue. They're not, I mean, we, I had a, there was a, there's a, a guy that was printing gold coins and silver coins as currency. And he was may he had, and, and they confiscated what, $5 million worth of his product and just said, you're not doing this. So, I mean, it, they're not, they're not going to be infringed. They're going to control that market and, and they're not going to allow you to to go in and create your own. So,
1: yeah. Anyway, I find it just amazing that people can really think it's the panacea, really think it's the answer. The only answer to honest money, ladies and gentlemen, is gold and silver constitutional currency. There is no other. And why are patriots just so excited to embrace some newfangled idea, some new plan, some better mousetrap, some that isn't tried isn't proven isn't tested but they race to it like amazing oh yeah let's just have a constitutional convention and jettison the constitution that'll be better oh let's yeah. just go ahead and uh, you know do this plan or do that plan or let's go to digital currency let's try the. why don't they just go back to the tried and true it hasn't been perfect as people haven't had fidelity to it brian but the reality is it's worked for over two hundred years. Can you find anything else that has even close to the track record, the stability, the consistency, the reliability? I mean, I can go on forever, but you can't find anything. I don't understand why we're so quick to jettison those things and blame the well, problem yeah. on those things and embrace some new fancy fangled something that's going to just be a bust.
5: Yeah, it's good. it's that kind of get rich quick type mentality that if we if you know we see a few people diving into that and they're. They're all of a sudden multi-million they're buying homes and all this every we just we, everybody wants to jump on board they, we don't even need to look into it much let's just do it so we, we kind of get caught in that I believe uh, yeah it's, it's very interesting so yeah uh, you know, I, there was a uh, uh, you know I hate to, to offset you I read this article Yeah. Was, I'm reading this article called America Hope by President Ezra Taft Benson.
1: It's called you know, America he, Hope. Yeah and he, okay. he was
5: speaking to a rotary club luncheon and he goes forth and talks about you know how our you know you know and it's it's interesting how this this in 1974 when he was talking about all this and some of the things he just goes on you know it, it's just amazing how comparison to today and and that and how right on spot on he was you know we you know we're, as we you know government becoming increasingly dominant in our affairs you know we we're becoming more and more like ancient rome before it crumbled and collapsed and so he kind of went on and about our currency or about everything that's really kind of going on it's very it's you might pull that up and and read it but uh, yeah we just quit get quick rich get rich quick that's that's how it should be right we just we want to be there and uh, that's the Bitcoin is was one of those, I believe.
8: Yeah, one
1: of the and, statements, Ezra Taft Benson mentioned, that I think is relevant to this discussion. We live in a time of crisis never seen since the Civil War. As this yeah. nation faces such critical days, Americans are destroying America, he says.
5: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: And you uh, know, I don't know how to make it more plain than that, right? Amen. Um, and yeah. he's not saying that that's the hope. What he's saying is that's the problem, okay? And what yeah. he's saying is that when we when we say America's hope, what we're talking about is the hope of returning to the principles that made America great. The hope is in turning to God Almighty and the fundamental principles of the supreme law of the land. There is no other way, Brian. And I know everybody yeah. wants to hunt for one. What they want Brian to do is write a new book and, and pave a new way to to panacea, to safety, to stability, to... You know, look, we were a light on a hill for a couple of hundred years with the principles enshrined in the supreme law. All we've got to do is return. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how to get that across more than I already am. But Brian, why do we keep looking for something else over and over and over?
5: Well, you know, just, you know, I don't, media and all the things, you know, we just don't know where to grasp the truth. And yet you're out there, you're out here projecting truth and so on. But it, with, you know, Satan, his plan is to de- to clutter our lives. So there's so much clutter going on. We're looking for, you know, let's get rich quick or let's, you know, follow this path or let's do this or this, the cell phones, let's, you know, all of a sudden now there's cell phones and then this and then and there's just so much bombarded before us. Yeah, we just need to turn back to to God and and declutter our lives and uh, you know get back to the basics, Think, proven proven basics that can can bless us that that make things that made us strong. I mean I, I you know you look at the those that went out and fought for our country and the and what they put on and how others we've allowed others to come in and burn the flag, and step on our you know and you know look if you don't want to be here in this country, which is great, then then. Don't destroy it. Move away. Get away. I don't, you know, you just—it's it, amazing how how we've allowed all these programs, Black Lives Matter, all these things jump around us, and now we're caught in this blockchain of government. If you ask me, and media that has just twisted up, and we, yeah, and we need to turn back to God and basics, and and this hope of a better country. And anyway,
1: <laughs> well, speaking of America's hope, my friend, you want a little tidbit of good news? Yeah. All right, check this out. It took 15 months for a judge to finally apply the Constitution against the most severe and arbitrary violations of our most basic civil liberties. But it's better late than never. Yeah, I kid you not. This is a great news piece. On Tuesday, they call this Boone County, Kentucky. Circuit Judge Richard A. Brugeman, I think is how you say his name, issued a permanent injunction against all of Governor Andy Beshear's COVID restrictions, including the mask mandate. We'll come back and talk about this huge story. Some say it's a day late and a dollar is short, and it may be, but I submit to you that it's great news and has incredible significance. Brian Rust will respond. RussCodingup.com in seconds on your radio.
9: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long term, large scale problems. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, huge news indeed. Brian Rush, gift.com with me. Huge news in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Boone County, Kentucky, Kentucky Circuit Judge Richard A. Bruggen issued a ruling, a permanent injunction against all of Governor Andy Beshear's restrictions COVID restrictions, including the mask mandate. Here's the details, Brian. Unlike the few judicial victories for civil liberties over the past year, this one was broad and sweeping as it declared these mandates completely unconstitutional in granting declaratory relief to a store owner who did not want to enforce masks on customers. Judge Bruggen ruled that all emergency orders imposed by said defendants or being continued by said defendants, that means the governor and the government, are unconstitutional, void, and without any legal effect. Now, some say that although Governor Bashir planned to let the mask mandates expire on Friday, it doesn't matter. But ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it, this ruling is still significant because it finally lays down the marker that such mandates are flat-out unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. And going forward is where it really matters. The problem champions of civil liberties have had in recent weeks is that with expiring mandates, many of the lawsuits were dismissed saying they were moot, not important. But ladies and gentlemen, for the future, this matters. Say for the flu season or whatever other reason, they'll mandate masks or mandate other things in the future. It was somewhat defensible for judges to give leeway for the first 15 days or so of the pandemic last March, but shortly thereafter, it became apparent that the situation was no longer, quote, emergent and that the restrictions netted no results in slowing the pandemic as such. At some point, judges should have held hearings on the facts and evidence behind the mask mandates and other restrictions, right? And subjected them to an interest balancing test against the fundamental rights those restrictions violate and encroach upon and the rights to bodily integrity and free movement has been the most important reality in America. Judge Bruggen has done just that. In his lawsuit, a restaurant owner backed by legislators and the state's attorney general Claim that the mask mandate, social distancing, capacity limitation, and dining restrictions created no purpose. They also claim that the governor created new legislation, which he has no authority to do. Incredible win, in my opinion, whether it'll get its due across the country as it deserves or not. Don't know the mainstream press not reporting on it, and whether other courts will take action accordingly. Time will tell, but it is a significant reality check. We've been claiming this all along, Brian.
5: Yeah, you know, I no doubt about it's a good thing, and that's that's the big issue is the mainstream press. I think I think the judges need to get together on the mainstream press and stop, you know, their uh, corruption that that goes on there, and and bring out more of these things so the people across the country can see that and you know and, you know what's going on and i think that you know this judge stepping forward i mean we just need, we need more of that you know we you know checks and balances and law and so on we we need you know truth to come out of you know the truth be brought forth and, and right not you know that our country your government's locking down people because of because they say they can not you know you're you're already guilty you're not you're not guilty until proven guilty you're just guilty and we're locking you in and oh it's, it who cares how it destroys your life Oh, we made a mistake, and they, there's just no—you know—it's—it's it's terrible how the, our system. But isn't that what happened in the scriptures? If you read kind of back then, the, the Sadducees, you know, the the judges and and lawyers back then, isn't that kind of what we're seeing again today? You know, these wicked people that are causing harm because they can, because they feel like they can, because they have power. I, I, I you know, it's just wrong. But I, there, here's a good one. That's a great one. No doubt about
1: it. There you have it. I thought that was really fascinating and a good news piece. We we we're really running short on good news pieces, in my opinion, Brian. And that's where we got to really kind of work hard to yeah. uh, make a difference. There's a headline I want to bounce off you called "No Vaccine, No Work," USA Today, uh, Brian. And they're really talking now about these vaccine passports. They're saying that companies have the right to mandate these passports. And a lot of the big companies are moving forward on this. Um, For example, literally thousands of workers uh, in a Houston hospital, they say scores of workers at a Houston hospital have been suspended and face being fired for refusing the COVID-19 vaccination. They say controversial company mandate has drawn protests and outcry from those facing termination. Very interesting. The CEO, Mark Boom, I guess is his name, said the 178 workers in this case represent less than 1% of the almost 25,000 employees, and we are nearly 100% compliant with our COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Now, what I find interesting about this, Brian, is why are they worried? If 99%, if you believe the CEO are vaccinated, why are we worried about the 1%? Is the vaccine safe and effective? They have nothing to worry about, right?
5: Yeah, I think you're right. You know, I'd like to know, kind of behind closed doors are these big CEOs or whatever in their, their meetings with, with the, uh, the powers to be, do they put pressure on them to look, you got to set the example. And you got to get all your people in there. you got to, you know, And if you do, I guess we'll, we'll give you this, this, you know, is there, is there greasing of the palms? Is that kind of what I, I don't know, but it's, there's no choice, right? I mean, are, are they not taking away the choice of those people or freedoms? Yeah, of, of the agency's
1: flat out violated. Well, I don't know. I guess they could say you could just basically get fired and go work somewhere else, Brian. Yeah, that's. It all well, depending yeah, on how um, you define agency, I guess. Well, then,
5: then do they? Is that is that discrimination? I
1: guess against
5: those people that, that wanted to choose. Like, I don't know. I, I it's it's sad. It, it's just wrong.
1: Amen to that. Amen to that. And I see trouble in Denmark with this whole policy, Brian. Yeah. I I see it being a serious, serious problem. And I kind of mentioned to most Americans, you know, you've been trained and raised to to work for the man. Not enough of us have been trained to be entrepreneurs and focus on the entrepreneurial spirit, and that's kind of the part of the problem.
5: Yeah. Yeah, they've kind of taken that right out of us, you know, beat us down, beat us down and so on and, and yeah no doubt about it it's it, well in the control more and more and more control more and more and more you know that you know we're we're tossed to and fro we sit in a boat tossed to and fro we don't have any oars push this way push that way we have no choice i mean it's isn't that isn't that kind of communism or is that kind of what it is or uh, i don't know you know you get in a food line here's your food for the day you don't get a choice you just here it is i don't know
1: Now, Anthony Uh, Fauci is out there warning about another serious variant is what they call (laughs) variant or uh, Fauci warned Americans of a new highly infectious COVID-19 variant as he urged more vaccinations during Tuesday's press briefing. The variant dubbed the Delta variant was first noticed in India and has since spread to other parts of the world, including the UK and America. I find this interesting, too. Um, You know, if the virus was not man-made, how are all these variants and all these viruses just breaking out everywhere? That's right. It really points to man-made and man-inserted into certain populations intentionally different variants. Fauci, or Fauci, I mean, says it's been reported in over 60 countries. And its transmissibility is higher than the alpha variant. That's the one you and I are used to, I guess.
5: Yeah. Well, that, that, does Fauci have any credibility anymore?
1: Well, I mean, you know, it depends on who you talk to there. Yeah. That's According to me, that. He has zero credibility. In fact, the guy's a criminal and ought to be arrested if you ask me. Yeah. Well, then, there you
5: go. That's kind of what I, I think. So, so with these various strains is that we had bats. Over here in Asia, there're the bats, and then is there is there the muskrat over in this? And that's a different strain. Or we have a the the, the large the boar pig pig type animal. and That strain come is that? <laughs> I I don't know. That, yeah, they just are creating a lot of things. I guess the different strains
1: sounds man-made to me too. Well, it just seems weird that we just get all of a sudden just so many variants so quickly inserted in so many sections of the world. Oh, this one's the Indian variant. But don't worry, it's in 60 countries already. What? Wait a minute. Worry. Get the vaccine. Hey, we got an American one. Oh, this one came from Japan. Oh, this one came from England. No, that's the China variant, man. And then they're like, hey, it all came out from an animal in in China. Right. Animal to human just kind of went there because everybody ate bad meat from the... Uh, the uh, you know raw market or whatever it is and man now how do you get all these variants all over the world inserted into every population under the sun with that kind of a scenario with different variants m- morphing so quickly I-, I just it doesn't make any sense if you yeah. have a human brain it reminds me of this situation where i told you look cryptocurrency if the government didn't have a back door and a way to control it they wouldn't let it grow to the point they did same things yeah. with this how can you say that it came from an animal to a human in a wet market in china and that's the way it was done. And anybody else who thinks anything different is a conspiracy theorist. But then, nevertheless, you have this inserted into all these populations with different variants. I don't think these things spread. I mean, they might spread that quickly, Brian, but they don't morph that fast. Yeah. Because that's, not only that's... does it morph, but then it's in 60 countries. Before yeah. you even know it, blam, shazam. I mean, you know, it's amazing.
5: <laughs> that's right. That's that's the fear factor, right? I mean, isn't that what they're they're you know, they want us to all have fear. You know, there's no hope, but it's all fear. That's the pushing more things out here, more there. Here's this, man. You get that you get that vaccine quick or it's, you know, the rubonic the plague or whatever, and we're going to lose uh, uh, half of our population. Get that, yeah, you better get your shot. I'm telling you right now, just, yeah, no choice. Wow. It's hard for me yeah. to
1: even know how to respond to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it's yeah. so in your face that it's just shocking. Yeah, it looks like yeah. the CDC stat on outdoor transmission of the coronavirus is way off. They got caught with uh, lack, less than scientific data, Brian. No. Is that right? Yes, sir. Wow. How could yeah. they get caught? And a CNN staffer admitted on camera that the network played up the death toll. The COVID death toll for ratings.
5: Probably no accountability there either, right?
1: Yeah, and the Washington Post was forced to admit that the media had been wrong to panic over crowds that gathered in Lake of the Ozarks. They made a big old meltdown, trashed on everything else. Now they admit, well, there was no coronavirus clusters even associated. Finally, the truth is out against these big TV networks that flat out... Wide for ratings.
5: Yeah, there you go.
1: Brian, thank you so much, sir. Hey, you bet. Great job, Sam. Thank you. Brian Russ, RussCuttingGift.com, doing a phenomenal job as always on your radio. I am Sam Bushman, hour one in the can, hour two coming up, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. I declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.
0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is indeed the broadcast for June 10th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. As you know, we believe the checks and balances are brilliant, one of the great ways to restore the country. you got to get involved, understand them, and insist on them. With the American people without greater numbers, absolutely can restore the republic. As you also know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. No vaccine, no work. USA Today, what a sad tale to tell. As Fauci warns of a highly infectious COVID-19 variant, yeah, he's urging more vaccinations because of the D variant in over 60 countries now and more viral or more virulent. Is that how you say it? Yeah, than other strains. Well, now we get to the headline, Republicans press Fauci over apparent discrepancy in congressional testimony on Wuhan lab grant. So they're talking about the money that Fauci and others gave to the Wuhan lab. And the problem with Fauci's testimony is it conflicts. Top Republicans on Wednesday asked Dr. Anthony Fauci to explain what they described as an inherent discrepancy between his recent testimony before Congress and comments made during a conference years ago. In 2012, Fauci, the longtime director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, described the type of work later done in Communist China as gain-of-function research or enhancement of a virus's transmissibility, adaptability, or pathogenicity. I don't even know how to say some of these words, but whatever. What historically investigators have done, Fauci continued, is actually create gain of function by making mutations, passage, adaptation, or other newer and genetic techniques, such as reverse genetics, and genetic reassortment. Fauci, the longtime director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said during a conference that, that they're examining gain of function, risks, and benefits. Fauci's agency gave a grant to the EcoHealth Alliance back in 2014 to study the risk of, quote, bat coronavirus emergence some of the funding was channeled through subgrants to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. How do you respond to that, ladies and gentlemen? How do you deal with a statement like that where Fauci's testimony just flat out conflicts? And I appreciate the Republicans, you know, bringing this up and drilling Fauci down over it, but what's going to happen? Fauci coming out in the news now just saying, in effect, they have a witch hunt against me. Is it a witch hunt or is it a serious problem is what I would ask. Are they just on a bender? Is that really what's going on? The problem is Democrats are weaponizing fear and anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. To totally transform America. But it's not just Democrats. It's many Republicans, too. So I appreciate that they're going to drill Fauci down, but I'm so jaded. I'm so cynical now. Why? Because are we really going to see Fauci, you know, in jail? Are we going to see Fauci with charges? Are we really going to see anything significant come out of this? Or are we just going to go, oh, Fauci lied. Shame on all Fauci. Oh, man, Fauci's a bad guy and nothing happened. Or are we going to really start to double down and demand difference, right? So I changed the headline to Democrats and Republicans. Right? Democrats and Republicans are weaponizing fear and anxiety to totally transform America. And you can say, well, some, uh, you know, Republicans aren't, Sam. You're right. Some are not. The ones that are not, in my opinion, are people like Rand Paul, Mike Lee, and a few others. They're not weaponizing fear against the people. But even the majority of Republicans are, partly by their silence and partly by their offensive agenda to join the Democrats. Yes, yeah, serious, serious problem, right? I personally think it's a massive problem. But what are we going to do about it? See, that's what happens: is we we bring this up in the news, we're aware of it. Wow, we're shocked by it. Wow, we're. What are we going to do? But yet, it just simply gets worse because we don't have any accountability. We don't really do anything about it. We talk big, right? But I don't see that we do much about it. Now, listen to this carefully. Listen to this carefully, because it goes against everything you're told. New information from the Cleveland Clinic. No need to vaccinate people who have had COVID. Study by top-ranked hospital contradicts claims of Fauci and FDA. Art Moore with the piece from World Net Daily or WND, published June 9th. Yeah, people wait in the observation area as a photo after they got the jab, right? Um, Contradicting the claims of Dr. Anthony Fauci and the FDA, a study by the prestigious Cleveland Clinic concluded. There is no need to vaccinate people who have been infected with the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. The study found individuals with previous SARS-CoV-2 infection do not get any ben- additional benefits from vaccination, reported newsmedical.net. Wow. Think about that. The findings aligned With a study published last month in Nature by researchers at the Washington State University School of Medicine, they say even mild cases of COVID could create lasting immunity that would guard against repeat infections. Fauci, the White House coronavirus advisor, recently told Business Insider that vaccines are better than the traditional response you get from natural infection in everyone should get the COVID shot. And last month, the Food and Drug Administration issued an advisory articulating the same. But the Cleveland Clinic study found no significant difference in COVID-19 difference between previously infected folks with natural immunity and vaccinated participants. Not a single instance of SARS-CoV-2 infection was observed in previously infected participants with or without vaccination. So now you have a serious, serious battle on your hands about which physicians are right. Will the media just shut down the ones that believe in natural immunity? The Cleveland study was not tiny. It monitored 52,200 employees of the clinic who each received two doses of the Pfizer, Bio, BioNTech, or Moderna versions of the vaccines, among them five percent had previous SARS-CoV-2 infections. Infected people do not need the vaccine. That's how it is. But are we willing to listen? Are we willing to learn? Are we willing to tell the truth? Infected people do not need the vaccine, says the clinic. Also says the previous study we pointed to. But Fauci says you got to have it. If you don't, you might just be killing everyone. Right? Now listen. That's also the conclusion of Yale University epidemiologist, Dr. Harvey Reich. Yeah, I mean, so he pointed World Net Daily or WND to a massive study in Israel finding that people who have been tested for the novel coronavirus in the previous three or more months has as much protection as vaccinated people. People become immune by surviving infections, argued Reich. He explained that serum antibodies and T-cell T- antibodies are the white blood cells that stop infections, demonstrate history of past infection, and do very well to fight it. Wow. Rice said the FDA is correct that antibodies from infection are not the same as post-vaccination. But this is irrelevant, he contends. Wow. These natural antibodies are proof of past infection. And past infection is extremely strong evidence of immunity. We are not seeing reinfections. Wow. There you have it. There's no data, or there's more data on natural immunity than vaccinated immunity, just for the record. Quick pause, Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman.
7: Hello, TPC family, it's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, AmericaFirst.com, that's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T dot com. All
1: right, back with you live finishing this article. Only WorldNet Daily WND.com has the guts to print this, I guess. Serious, serious. Information of my opinion. Cleveland Clinic, no need to vaccinate people who have COVID. Study by Top Rank Hospital contradicts Fauci and the FDA. Art Moore, WND.com with a piece. Infected people do not need the vaccine. That's also the conclusion of a Yale University epidemiologist. <laughs> Dr. Harvey Grish, um, or maybe it's Grish, there's more data, by the way, on natural immunity than there is on vaccinated immunity. Why? Because natural immunity has been around longer, another doctor says. That's interesting, right? There's more data on natural immunity than there is unvaccinated immunity because natural immunity has been along longer we are not, not seeing infections and when they do happen they're either mild or asymptomatic at best so there you have it ladies and gentlemen the lies have gone on long enough now you can say sam there's truth to both sides fine but they claim there was no truth to our side that natural immunity mattered that most people could get over the coronavirus just fine that we didn't need a man-made uh, in experimental injection, uh, that we didn't need masks everywhere, that there are other ways to solve these problems. Why don't we turn to God? For example, we can go on and on and on in this discussion. And now Republicans are pressing Fauci over his dishonest delivery. He lied in court folks and should be tried for his abuses. Wow. All right. Did you know that Iowa governor Kim Reynolds is in the news, and she signs a law banning ballot harvesting. Yeah, Kim Reynolds ballot or bans banning ballot harvesting. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed the bill into law on Tuesday that bans ballot harvesting in the Hawkeye State. The bill is SF-568, I think it is. which makes some amendments to an election reform law signed by Reynolds in March. I guess it was uh, passed by a long, uh, along party lines, both in the House and the Senate in May. Reynolds didn't make any comment when signing the law, however. She said it's our duty and our responsibility to protect the integrity of every election Right When she signed the election law in March, the most notable part of the new law is the strict limit on who can assist voters in delivering ballots, which effectively bans ballot harvesting. The law requires that only someone living in the same home or an immediate family member of a registered voter can deliver the completed absentee ballots. For the voter, that's according to the text of the bill. A blind or disabled voter can designate a delivery, um, for the bill, or I'm sorry, for the uh, ballot. There you have it. Good for Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and stuff. the The Democrats are going ballistics over the ballistic over this. But there you have it. Now this is also interesting. A vaccination site employee arrested, and now accused of stealing 528 empty vaccination cards. So now you have this card that you get when you get vaccinated, and that's your vaccine passport. It isn't completely solidified into a passport yet, but it's your it's your vax card, right? Well, the problem with the vaccine passports is they're just slips of paper on cardstock. And I guess an employee of the California Mass Vaccine site has been charged with grand theft for stealing 500 blank vaccine cards. I guess 45-year-old Mohammed Raf Ahmed, they say he's from Las Vegas, but okay, took the cards from the Pomona Fairplex site, according to police. Wow, this is crazy. On April 27th, 2021, Laverne police weren't notified about a possible theft of COVID-19 vaccine cards by an employee at the site, Laverne police stated. Wow. Detectives responded and determined that the suspect has stolen blank COVID-19 vaccine cards. Put him in his car. Additional cards were found in his hotel. Wow. Were the non-clinical contract that employee was staying. So this guy rolls from Vegas to L.A. Stay in a hotel. Why we're hiring people from out of town to work on this is a whole nother question. Um, I don't even understand all that. The motivation for the theft, they say, was not specified by authorities which came about as fake vaccine cards have started being sold across the country. Wow. So I get why he stole them. He wanted to get rich on the, you know, selling the vaccine cards, but I don't understand why they're hiring people from out of town as contractors to work on this stuff in the first place. And I furthermore don't understand, you know, why do we think that these things aren't going to be hacked? It's just like money or forgery of anything else important IDs or, uh, you know, whatever. Why wouldn't people think that these vaccine cards would be hacked? or using, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, fake versions created and sold. Um, so now what they're going to do is they're going to use this as a catalyst to say, by golly, we just can't have your standard Cars Talk vaccine passports anymore. We've got to move them forward. Pretty soon we'll develop a digital vaccine passport that's supposedly unhackable, which you know, if you listen to me consistently enough, Everything is hackable. That's a lie. Right? There's nothing that's not hackable. Remember that, right? You should know that by now because you have listened to me enough to know the truth. All right. Vaccination site employee arrested and accused of stealing 528 vaccination cards. I think this is just the very beginning. We'll see more of this big time. Biden admin, COVID-19 advisor, now steps down. Andy Slavin, announces that he's stepping down. Um let's see, what's this guy's name? Slavitt. Slavitt. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, Andy Slavitt announced that he's stepping down from his role of senior advisor to the White House's COVID nineteen response force and efforts. He's a former Obama administration official all right. Um, he was selected as acting chief of Medicare and Medicaid. I guess his role was temporary. He says it's been an honor to serve, but now I got to step down. As planned, I'm returning to my family today. He was named as Joe Biden's coordinator after Joe Biden took office. When you get that, folks, the guy already resigns. Maybe it's getting too hot in the kitchen over the vaccine issue, huh? That's possible. All right. There's another headline I find interesting that I ought to bring to your attention. It says this. People fleeing collapsing economies of blue states. Advisors say you ought to Remain. Start making better decisions on who you vote for instead of voting the bad guys in when they ruin the state, you move to a different location and want more of the same shame on you. So blue state economies melting down. I would submit to you that red state economies are better than blue state economies in many cases, but not a whole lot better. They're just 20 years behind the blue states is all they are. Right? I don't mean to be negative, but there's fundamental differences about honest money economies and fake money economies. Every state taking money from the federal government right now, unconstitutionally so, uh, in my opinion. You say, wait a minute, Sam, there's no law that says you can't have the federal government give the states money. No, there's not, if you want to get technical. But there is a constitutional currency provision where states are to use nothing but legal tender, gold and silver. So is the federal government giving the states gold and silver or some other means to pay their debt? If it's some other means, it's constitutional violation, right? So in a literal sense, you can say, Sam, that's not unconstitutional, but in a real sense, it absolutely is. So don't you dare naysayers try to challenge me constitutionally speaking, you'll lose. I'm telling you right now, it's unconstitutional. And Americans need to wake up and learn what is and is not unconstitutional and stand on the constitutional issues of the day they are the rule of law after all are they not all right quick pause i'm sam bushman this is liberty roundtable live
0: pursuing liberty using the constitution as our guide you're listening to liberty news radio USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: The monthly release of the Consumer Price Index will show Americans if inflation will be short-term or part of a long-term and dangerous cycle. Ahead of Thursday's inflation data, the White House is confident the economic recovery will continue. JBS USA on Thursday announced it had paid hackers the equivalent of $11 million in ransom to resolve a cyber attack that forced the meat company to shut down. The payment was made in Bitcoin. The FBI believes the hackers are living on Russian soil. After 13 years of work, Canadian pipeline company TC Energy said on Wednesday it was formally ending its bid to build the Keystone XL pipeline project. President Biden revoked the pipeline's permits on his first day in the White House. The pipeline would have carried 800,000 barrels of oil per day from Alberta, Canada, to refineries in the Gulf Coast of America. USA Radio News.
2: All right, we have goat yoga lotties coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Awesome. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late.
11: Hey, Dylan, can you Indeed can help them hire the people they need. <sighs> I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
2: At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
4: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals.
2: There's more valuable information at avma.org.
6: In a multi-billion-dollar industry, should student-athletes be paid for playing sports? The debate has been ongoing for decades. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports.
9: The Senate is hearing from the NCAA president and the nation's top athletic leaders on compensation for students. Legislation has been proposed to allow athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness, or NIL rights.
3: Together, we have an exceptional opportunity. I think, frankly, a historic opportunity to change the national landscape for college athletics.
9: NCAA President Mark Emmert adding that the federal solution needs to ensure that NIL payments are not a pay-for-play scenario. Gonzaga men's basketball head coach Mark Few talks about the future of college sports.
5: Previously mentioned, we are at a critical juncture in college athletics, and it really isn't an exaggeration to say the future of college sports is
6: in jeopardy. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. We are USA Radio News.
4: I want to dedicate this song
1: to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live. I am Sam Bushman. Ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting news. The networks refuse to use at your fingertips. Challenges to religious freedom continue from east to west. Writes Matt Staver, our buddy over at Liberty Council, doing a great job. He talks about China, talks about North Korea, talks about all kinds of communist dictators across the world, but then they talk about America, religious freedom on the ropes in America as well. Sad, but true. The backslide for the American people seems to be uh, ever-present, seems to be in your face. What a sad tale to tell for liberty and religious freedom. We have got to stand up for religious freedom, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you say, well, I'm not is that religious, I don't really care. You need to care. Because what freedoms will be violated next if you let a religious freedom fall? What freedom is going to be next on the altar? Your right to peacefully assemble. That's part of the First Amendment, one of the five guarantees as well. Your right to freedom of the press. See, all these things are already in tandem being trashed with your right to religious freedom. When challenges on religious freedom continue from east to west all across the globe, including the United States of America, you better stand up and defend religious freedom or you will have no freedoms left. Sadly, America is destroying her country. The American people are trashing all that we hold dear. Sadly, that's my Mm -hmm. summation. All right, Lockheed Martin's in the news. And Lockheed Martin, believe it or not, sent over 1,000 top employees to white male privilege training, the CEO says. Uh, Lockheed Martin, the aerospace and defense giant, known for developing developing F-35 fighter jets, recently admitted that it has put more than a 1,000 top employees through training sessions to learn about privileges they supposedly have as white, straight males. Wow. Such training sessions, including a three-day white, Men's caucus last June, attended by 13 executive level employees, are mandatory and attended for Caucasian male executive leaders based on level and position, according to Jim Takelet, the company's CEO. Wow. I don't know how you even say his name. Jim Tayclit. Wow. I don't know how to respond to this, folks. This is so racist. Right? They say they're mandatory and required to be attended for male Caucasian executive leaders based on level and position. According to Jim Tayclit, the company's CEO, in a June 4th letter sent to Senator Tom Cotton, Republican of Arkansas, who expressed concerns about Lockheed Martin's race-centered training program, and requested additional information about it, Takelet said that 1,024 employees have attended this type of training since 2007. He added that the training course attended by white male employees is one of the three parts of a larger program called, let's see if I get this right, Effective Leadership, of inclusive teams and participants in the other two courses include women and people. I don't I don't know what that means. So I guess it's like uh, we're going to train you on women and you're abused to women, but it's all aimed at the white male, the bad guy, don't you know? I don't know how to respond to that at all, except for shame on Lockheed Martin. Now, I guess they can have whatever training they want as a private company, but we should make sure that they can't get government contracts if they're going to be abusive to white people. What a racist agenda that is. If you're white, you're a male, then we know you have special privilege and we're going to literally attack you for that special privilege, train you on, shame you on that special privilege. Is that where we go? Wow. Over a thousand employees, the CEO says. So I would ask the CEO, I don't know what color this guy is. Take let Jim, is he a white guy? Did you take the training, Jim? Very scary stuff to say the least. Just shocking when you look at this because these are big companies now. And this is being forced down the throats of so many Americans, whether it's vaccines or critical race theory training or, you know, it's just, wow. We better start to bust out our entrepreneurial spirit, ladies and gentlemen, and work for ourselves. But I think most people are just so trained, so steeped in working for the man, I don't know that they can bust out of it, right? I mean, I wish they could. I hope they can. But how do you know for sure, right? I mean, that's the problem. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to it exactly, right? I mean, it's just... ah. All right. Police did not clear BLM protesters from a park. Last year for Trump's photo op, remember how the mainstream press just went on and on and on. Hey, the cops by force cleared the protesters so Donald Trump could go in there and get an incredible photo op. Shame on Trump. Shame on the cops. How dare they violate people's first uh, amendment rights to assembly and et cetera, et cetera. Remember all that? Well, it turned out they lied. The mainstream press in bed with your government once again lied. Headline now says, after research study in detail, police did not clear BLM protesters from Park last year for the Trump Bible photo op. It isn't true. Well, here's my problem. Where was government? Where was the truth tellers when this was going on and we were being lied to? Why didn't they stand up then? Why do we need an investigative study to prove it? Why didn't the leaders just stand up? Let me give you an example. The Department of the Interior's Inspector General said on Wednesday that Trump White House officials did not forcibly clear protesters from Lafayette Park during the Black Lives Matter protests and riots in Washington and around the state so President Trump could get his photo taken in front of the Church of the Bible. That did not happen. Right? Now, here's the interesting thing that I don't understand. Listen, the Inspector General's report also said the U.S. Park Police did not use tear gas to disperse Black Lives Matter protesters near the White House on June 1st. Now, didn't we just run up and down claiming that Trump let this happen and how dare they do this? And They say the Metropolitan Police which is operated by the D.C. admissible government, used tear gas in a separate but unconnected incident, officials said. Wow. Last year, Democrats and some administration, that would be Trump administration officials, alleged that former President Donald Trump ordered the clearing of Lafayette Park so he could pose for a picture of him holding a Bible. That incident occurred during the height of left-wing riots, demonstrations, acts of violence, and so on. Now, I look at this headline and I go, wait a minute, if that's true, which I think it is, Why did we not hear about it at the time? It wouldn't take a serious investigation. Why are these people silent when they should be whistleblowers and call a halt to the media lies in bed with government con game? But it said Democrats and Republicans were pushing that false narrative. This proves my point. It isn't just Democrats. It's the swamp against us. It's those who want to destroy America versus those who want to restore the great country. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
11: getting the kids to school, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. It seems that the work routine as a stay-at-home mom is never ending. And even though I'm the prime grocery shopper in our family of four, I simply don't have time to scrutinize all the labels on the countless food products I buy. Oh, sure. I've noticed all the latest certification seals. Organic, non-GMO, gluten-free. It definitely seems to be the latest craze. But it was only recently that Kosher certification seals caught my attention. You see, my husband had me download an app called Kosherify, and it shed light on a century-old certification in Industry that slipped under the radar screen from the majority of our public. I also noticed a question mark at the end of the app name. And that makes great sense as there's far more questions regarding this industry than answers. In fact, the developers refer to this as the kosher question. Sure, I'm a busy mom and didn't pay attention to our food culture. But now I have transparency, a convenient grocery list feature, and the ability to eat in favor of my family's best interests. And you can discover it too at thekosherquestion.com.
8: As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life.
1: All right, this is important news, ladies and gentlemen. It's been reported before, but I'm going to report it again. The CDC, also known as the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, exaggerated, right? The CDC exaggerated the rate of outdoor transmission of the coronavirus, That's according to a report by the New York Times. Yeah, NYT. Think about that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's not even our news organization, right? There are enemies, if you will, in the news at least. If you're a vaccinated person wearing a mask outdoors, I mean, obviously the risk is minuscule. Fauci said while on ABC News. A string of studies also recently found that it's not likely. Wow. It's extremely low. And studies also recently found that outdoor transmission was so low that outdoor mask mandates should be reduced. All right, if you're a vaccinated person wearing a mask outdoors, the risk is minuscule, Fauci said on ABCs this week. A string of studies also found that, well, it isn't true what they said. So is there any accountability for these government people making these claims? I would ask you because it's critical to know this stuff. I mean, how much did the government lie? And when you see Fauci lying about the theater comment, Rand Paul saying it's political theater, Fauci saying, no, you're wrong. And then two months later, Fauci admitting, okay, it was political theater. And now you're the CDC exaggerating the outdoor numbers while they claim they're following the science. And this debate just rages on and on and on and on about how genuine or honest or whatever you want to call it, government is. I don't even know how to respond because we're getting so much dishonesty and criminal activity from our government to where they are going to destroy trust 100% if they're not very careful. I mean, I'm to the point where I don't trust my government at all. Let me give you another example. Frequent traveler sues the CDC and Joe Biden for unconstitutional mask mandate on public transport. A Washington man has filed a federal lawsuit against the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. CDC, President Joe Biden, as well as several other government agencies, challenging the mask mandate on transportation systems. I guess the guy's name is Lucas Wall. He describes himself as a frequent traveler. Okay. This is kind of interesting in my opinion. He describes himself as a frequent traveler argued in his lawsuit that um having to wear a mask on transportation systems is unconstitutional, particularly when traveling within a given state. They are improper, improper, illegal, and unconstitutionally continues. Wall, by the way, is fully vaccinated against COVID-19. He was turned away by transportation security administration agents in Orlando International Airport on June 2nd when they saw that he wasn't wearing a mask no I will not wear a mask that's why I have my vaccination card wall told an agent that agent then told wall that he needed a mask wow to fly from Orlando Florida To Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Lucas Wall said, I'm not doing it. He says, it's just bogus. I'm not doing it. What do you think of that, folks? Now, I don't begrudge the guy for getting a mask. I think everybody needs to decide for themselves. I'm I'm sorry, a vaccine. I think everybody needs to decide for themselves if they want to get the vaccine or not. And I think we should respect people's decisions, even if it may not be the decision we would choose. Okay, we need to respect one another, folks. We need civility. By the way, I'm just so busy, I haven't been able to work on it. The Clarion Call for Civility, a website we're putting up, callforcivility.com. We're still working on that. We're just so busy. I just need funding and staff members to help all the cool things we're working on happen, right? Nevertheless, this gentleman, I don't even believe he's, you know, my kind of guy. He's for the vaccines and all that kind of stuff. But I commend him. When the CDC exaggerated the outdoor transmission rates and when Fauci literally gets caught lying about this stuff, Now frequent traveler Lucas Wall sues the CDC and Joe Biden for unconstitutional mask mandate on public transport. I think he's right. I think he's absolutely right. And it's shocking to me how enough Americans aren't standing up. This guy literally goes and gets the vaccine, then he comes back and says, look, I don't have to wear a mask, I'm vaccinated. But here's the problem. The debate is now are you going to be forced to show your vaccine card, your passport? That pushes that narrative, so that's not very good for frequent tra- traveler Lucas. But nevertheless, it's an interesting debate. It's an interesting topic. Where are we going to go with this thing, folks? Nobody knows, but Americans need to stand up boldly, nobly, independently against mandated vaccination passports or mandated vaccinations. What about this natural immunity battle versus natural immunity versus you know vaccine-induced immunity? This debate rages on and on and on. Never mind that Fauci, the FDA are being challenged uh, by all kinds of people, right? There's more data on natural immunity than there is on vaccine-based immunity. Yale University epidemiologist agrees. Cleveland Clinic agrees. Many doctors have been saying this for quite some time, and all they've been is shut down and ridiculed and mocked and abused. Wow, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Also, remember how we talked about hydroxychloroquine, how we said it was valuable and worked, and the government said, oh, no, it's not. Donald's crazy, you're crazy, it doesn't work. Now here's the headline, ladies and gentlemen. We get the truth if we are patient on things. They call it weight-adjusted hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine and azopromycin boosted survival of ventilated COVID-19 patients by 200%, ladies and gentlemen. By 200%. A study shows the details of this proof. A new study has found that the use of weight-adjusted hydroxychloroquine, HCQ-anathromycin, and or azithromycin, AZM, improved the survival of ventilated COVID-19 patients by nearly 200%. The observational study, which hasn't yet been peer-reviewed, was based on a reanalysis of 255 patients on invasive mechanical ventilation IMV during the first two months of the pandemic in the United States. Wait a minute. So if we know this was happening in the first two months, how come we don't have answers on this earlier? Why are we hearing about it so late in the game, folks? The researchers found that when the HCQ-AZM combination was given at lower doses to treat ventilative Covid nineteen patients, the risk was more than three times higher. We found that we're in the dose when the dose was set at the appropriate weight-adjusted level. Success. That's an interesting, interesting, interesting reality check, is it not? So those who say that the, you know, drug doesn't work, they're lying. They don't know. Yes, there's been a few examples where maybe we haven't had it weight-adjusted properly, and it didn't do the job we were hoping that it would do, but we're now learning the key to the exercise. Okay, it needs to be a weight-adjusted hydroxychloroquine mixed with whatever you call this other thing. Um, Amethromosin? AZM is what they call it. Anyway, it's got to be adjusted for your weight. To work effectively or as effectively as it can you know we know that's true with all kinds of medications right they always even when they give you penicillin or anything else they're like okay how much do you weigh and they you know figure out a formula to know how much you're supposed to take right especially if you're a kid they literally measure the liquid and figure out the dosage and you know all that kind of stuff so weight adjusted is the key here and you know it should be obvious but they just ran around and claimed it didn't work. Now they get caught lying once again. It does work, and they're admitting it blatantly in multiple studies. Big doctors are now talking about it. So more and more and more evidence coming out. Why? It's a day late and a dollar short off. they've already stolen our liberties and remade America. All right. Vote fraud still in the news. Why a Georgia, Why a judge has Georgia vote fraud on his mind? I guess there's pristine biden ballots that look xeroxed paul sperry with real clear investigations has this one what do you think of that folks let me say this headline again for you to remember why a judge has georgia vote fraud on his mind because of pristine biden ballots that looked like they were xeroxed paul sperry with real clear investigations with that piece that is significant folks To all of you who said there was no vote fraud, what do you say to a judge saying, wait a minute, these ballots look like they were Xeroxed? They don't look like they're real. They don't look like they should. But then they run around and just say, no vote fraud. Right? Right? How does that work? They're losing credibility so fast. The mainstream press is looting credibility so fast now. It is stunning. It is shocking. Right? And how fast they're losing credibility. The mainstream press told us forever. Oh, yeah, there's no jo- there's no fraud. Now we see pristine ballots that look like they were Xeroxed. Yeah, and uh, hydroxychloroquine doesn't work at all. Now we're finding out, yes, it does if it's weight-adjusted. And combined with other things, you know. Hey, we're told that you can't travel, you can't wear, you gotta wear masks outdoors. All this turns out to be bogus. The government is in a credibility crisis. The mainstream press is in a credibility crisis. But we remain true, ladies and gentlemen, and bringing to you news the networks refuse to use. That's who we are. I am Sam Bushman. We, the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, can and will restore America. We declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, tell the tale, donate liberally today, will you please? And we submit to you, God save the Republic of the United States of America.